This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spreading like this Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Thank you for listening to Marking Out 232. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. You can go check us out on Twitter, twitter.com slash out, facebook.com slash out, and go buy our t-shirts at prowrestlingtees.com slash out. <laughs> I am your host, Dave. I am doing great. And uh, Brandon... I'm here with Brandon. Brandon, how are you? I am doing awesome as always. You can check me out on Twitter. I'm not going to tell you my Twitter handle because nobody ever new follows me anyway. So regardless of that, that's one. How was your week? It was good. It was very good. It was eventful. It was a good week. How was yours? It was a damn good week, huh? Yeah? Yeah. Cool. Cool. No? You're not even going to say it? What? I mean, I feel like we have to, right off the bat, say that last Friday we woke up, uh, recorded a show, and headed out to Jersey. Yeah, Jersey. we did. It wasn't just the Mark Out Moment of the Week, though? No, I didn't think so. I mean, it was Mark Out Moment of the Year, but we have wrestling-related oh, really? wrestling Mark Out Moment of the Weeks. Okay, it would have been helpful if Brandon ran this by, but... Well, I, okay. didn't know, I didn't know. I thought we... I thought... It wasn't. I thought you already had said no. All right. So, we we met Taylor Swift. It was pretty cool. Yeah, it was cool. <laughs> that was like that's still one of the most surreal things. Yeah, it was cool. No, it was super cool. Yeah, we got to go backstage, meet her. Yeah, it was a pain in the butt though because they kind of had us jumping oh, oops to. Dude, to making it to the point where it wasn't worth it. No, it was definitely worth it. It was just almost to the point where it wasn't. Because we had we had to go in at one gate at 5 o'clock where the gates opened and go all the way around to the other side of MetLife Stadium. MetLife Stadium seats, what, 80,000, 90,000 people? So... Yeah, they were very disorganized. Yeah, so we had to walk all the way around, and by the time we got there, it was like 5.30... Still, I mean, we still had no problem. Everybody else was still coming in as well. Yeah, so. there were still people behind us. But it was very cool, very nice to meet uh, Taylor Swift. We yeah. got like maybe like a minute with her. Maybe. But maybe I, I'm, if, great, if I'm grateful for the experience. Yeah. It meant a lot. So. Yeah. It was, very, it was very cool. Yeah. Uh, moving on to some professional wrestling. I guess. Uh, last week, Broski Ben wrote in to us, uh, actually two weeks ago, just as we finished recording, saying, hey guys, I haven't sent in any comments for a long time, mainly due to my exams and other issues. I've still been enjoying your podcast, though. Do you see there being any longevity in the Hype Bros tag team? I personally think this might turn into a flash-in-the-pan team, resulting in a feud between both Zack Ryder and Mojo Rawley. All the best. Um, I don't know. At this point, hopefully there's some sort of longevity to it, because, I mean, 
I, when Mojo first debuted, I, I mean, still, I have the same opinion. I don't, I don't really care for Mojo because I think yeah. it's a stupid gimmick. But I, I think he still has one of the worst gimmicks in NXT. Or let's kind of be re- more realistic, one of the worst gimmicks in the world. I feel in like it, in, in almost, it's almost like super indie of a gimmick. Where like I would go to like some indie show in the middle of nowhere and see like, oh, that guy's wrestler. Oh, that guy's doing that. Yeah, it's something that you would see at the local youth center or something. Like you'll go there and be like, oh, I don't get hyped, I stay hyped. And then do his little dance. I don't even know how to describe the dance. Yeah. Yeah, but hopefully with uh, Zack Ryder by his side, something will happen because uh, I'm always looking for future talent. I'm always looking forward to future talent, I should say. All right, that's very cool of you, JR. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to Zack Ryder. Zack Ryder's a kid who can definitely do things with Mojo Raleigh. Yeah, Mojo, I'm not looking forward to it all. I don't think that he has all that much to offer. Or I guess Jim Ross would probably say, I love Mojo Raleigh. He's an ex-football player. We molded, definitely molded. Mojo, um, Mojo, Mojo. As for the Zack Ryder part, NXT is where he had to go for a little bit. And I think that we both said this a long time ago that we would have loved to see him in NXT. Yeah, but it's not so. particularly NXT where he is right now because we see him sometimes on Raw, SmackDown. Well, I mean, it was the same thing superstars. with Kid. We still saw him from time to time while he was tagging with Gabriel. Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, but hopefully it, it helps out uh, Zack Ryder. Yeah. Uh, and I, I guess I feel like the only reason why Mojo is over and still over is because, what's his name, Gronkowski? Yeah, his connection with Gronkowski. Yeah, so. That's it. Like, you expect me to go, not in general, just to go. You expect me sitting there, I'm watching NXT, and then all of a sudden there's a whole Mojo section? Yeah. No, nobody's sitting there cheering for Mojo except for the five people like, yeah, that's, that's just not realistic. Uh, next comment is from Jasmine. Hey guys, awesome episode this week. So sorry I haven't been around uh, the comments section for a while, but fear not. Your podcast is still going into my iPod every week. So I wanted to ask you guys about Tough Enough. Who do you guys think will win the competition? At this point, I'm kind of feeling Mata. How do you say his name? Is it Mata? Mata? No, it's Mata. Mata? Gigi? Gigi, really? Gigi? Yeah. Gigi, Patrick, and the personality that Gigi uh, brings. I keep feeling like Sarah Lee is going to get eliminated each week because of how it takes her a while to get things done right. But she's just likable in a way, in my opinion. Anyway, what are your thoughts on the uh, progress of the contestants? Thanks again, guys. You're doing great. At Reverse Massage. Thank you very much for continually, uh, continuing, uh, continuously, yeah, uh, listening to us, and it's your support's appreciated. Um, yeah, I'm still going with Patrick. I'm a fan of Patrick, uh, and then. Let's see. This guy, Mata, I like his... Uh, He's got good he, intensity. Yeah, he knows how to turn up the intensity at the right time. Yeah. 
I, I feel like it's difficult. But with Sarah Lee, I think it's like, I still feel like that could be that behind the scenes reality show aspect that we're not seeing everybody. Like, we're not really seeing everybody do the bumps and rolls and stuff like that. So. Well, yeah, they're trying to cater you to like a few pe- people and not really know a few others. Right. So, like, what am I. Like, how am I supposed to watch the television show and say, oh, Sarah Lee just couldn't grasp doing a body slam? Meanwhile, they didn't show somebody else doing a body slam. Or they showed, like, the very best version of their body slam. Yeah. So I don't know. With the reality I, I, TV I, aspect, I, I have no clue. I just think when she's being interviewed and stuff, she has to bring the the intensity more. Yeah. She I mean, has we, to we saw it. We saw switch. it. We saw it this week a little bit, which I... Uh, I what do you mean, eh? We did, but she kept on smiling. And yeah. It wasn't... Well, it was like... Uh, half-assed promo like yeah she got the into Paige's face well Paige got into her face and kind of tried to bring it out in her like so she did start to bring that uh that persona but facial wise she was still smiling and couldn't really she couldn't take it serious I I felt like she was telling a joke to Paige I don't know man I I got I think she was also the only person that actually did what the judges wanted. Yeah, I mean, Gabby had no stupi- clue what a promo due to stupidity, was. Stupidity, she definitely already she did the best. What do you mean, due to stupidity? Due to stupidity oh. of not understanding how to cut a promo on your judge. Yeah, you know, Daniel. I I don't know. I and then uh, I I don't understand why Tanner didn't like. Why didn't he step up and like act, like Hogan's like oh yeah it's good whatever but like how did you not step up and it's Hulk Hogan you could have said anything like oh brother I'm gonna slam you you slammed Andre the Giant I'll slam you faster than you slammed Andre the Giant something like that like that yeah what you don't you get my vote me? me yeah well I didn't like actually put it I slammed you quicker than you slammed Andre no I could slam you quicker than you slammed Andre the Giant because Hulk Hogan's biggest thing in his career one of the biggest things I should say is slamming Andre the Giant so you're an MMA fighter you're gonna wanna mention that maybe oh I uh, can take you down faster than you took Andre down yeah but uh, I don't know I mean what would your promo be about my promo would be about his, uh, let's see, his about porn his tape. Yeah, yeah, his, his porn tape. With, with his daughter. <laughs> yeah, Hulkster, you want to rub lotion in between your daughter's legs and butt? I'm going to do that to your daughter, too. <laughs> For brother, some reason, I brother, thought, I brother, thought you were going to go with, I'm going to do that to you. And <laughs> Hulk Hogan, I'm going to do that to you, sucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, right. Yeah. Who who's your favorites? Uh, right now, like yeah, you kind of have to want ZZ to to get get a contract. I I he's all personality. That's yeah. It. I, that's like that's also that's. I feel like we haven't seen we just haven't seen wrestling from these people yet. There's like one yeah. percent wrestling, ninety nine percent. What? How many of them can wrestle? That's the thing. It's like one percent. 
wrestling and 99% personality on this show. Yeah, but I, I think that they're really gauging it to make like Patrick a fan favorite and ZZ a fan favorite. Right. And it's also, what, it's six weeks into training or four, five weeks into training, so you can't yeah. expect any of them to really be. Like, even Patrick, yeah, Patrick has background in professional wrestling, but it's still, he's 19 years old. I think Sarah Lee has background, too. I don't think so. I tried finding yeah. stuff on her. I don't, I didn't find anything. I think she has. I don't, I don't think so at all. All right. Um... Well, we might yeah, as well. She, she mentioned it in her uh, entry video it, around that time. That's where I found out. What do you think about Chelsea Green? Yeah, I was happy that they mentioned her with uh, Daniel Bryan and the uh, Brie Bella angle. Yeah, I'm very happy that they didn't play dumb with that. Yeah. Um, but now that she has an ankle injury, they showed us on the YouTube show. So, yeah, but what I, kind of ankle injury? They didn't really yeah, say. They didn't really go into detail about it, but hopefully she's A-OK and this doesn't put a uh, – this doesn't tamper her chances. Yeah. I, I feel like there's a, there, it's, there's a reason why she was brought back. I guess they felt like she obviously – she was part of the final 14. They only took the final 13, so she just missed that cut. And they probably took – what was it, Diana? Based off of her looks, based off of – her, um... Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not... Yeah, of course. No. Yeah. So. Um, anything else to note? Uh... Oh, you forgot to mention, we got to see Perez Hilton. Oh, yeah, and, why uh, is that? That's such a big thing to and mention. His, and Taylor Swift's mom. <laughs> yeah, that's such a huge things to mention. Yeah. I'm gonna be like, oh, yeah, Taylor Swift's mom said hello to me. Yeah, I definitely thought her other tours were better though than this one. It, it, I, 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 I all... really, I'm not. I guess I'm more. Maybe, maybe I'm biased because I'm more of a fan of her older music. But the onstage presence, it's I definitely. Thought you're that, definitely right. Where there was, there's a lot more costume changes and dancing and stuff in the in earlier. Yeah, there's like tours. But. It's like she took out a lot of the costume changes and. Um, theatrics of the her previous tours and replaced it with talking to the audience more no she always spoke to the audience not to not this long yes not she this did much. no yes not on her that David, not on that I've, first door i have seen her eight not times on that first i've door. seen not her this eight much. times now i could 100 percent tell you yes that much. much i i but so i thought that the concert just went on a little bit too long too i don't i, I thought don't think so by I, I was too tired by the end of it. I mean, I don't know. I didn't see the... I don't know. I was just tired by it. Just say David Cranky. No, I wasn't cranky at all. I was just tired after having to jump through uh, hoops for everything. I mean, and it wasn't really... Cutting a heel promo right now? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just sick and tired of being so sick and tired. I'm just saying that the other tours were a notch better in my book. Well, I mean... The other, Do you not agree? No, I, I would, I would definitely say that they were better in the past. But it's not. I'm not taking anything away from this tour because both nights that I went to kick ass shows. So it's not. Yeah, like, but you can still compare them. Yeah, I mean, obviously, because I, I don't know. It's just two different. I've but never so been you, to a pop concert like that. 
It's a so pop concert. Last time was a country pop concert. The the time before that was a country concert. So, all right. So, but you are saying you are saying that it wasn't as good as the previous ones. I'm not saying that because it, it's not. It's I can't compare it. It's like apples and oranges. It's Taylor Swift. Yeah, but it's like apples and oranges because it's two different genres. It's like the content is completely different. All right, so you're not going to rank them or anything. Right. I mean, I definitely have favorites in the past. All right. But I'm not – I mean, I've seen her eight times, so you think I can't, like, rank them. Yeah. I could say that I have favorite moments from different tours. I don't know. I feel like I just had more more memorable moments with the past ones. Yeah, but memorable how? Like – like from just uh, her on stage. I'm never going to remember any of her performances from this past one. Uh, like with Haunted, how they were hang- they had everyone hanging from the bells. From the one where she was singing, uh, what was it, In the Rain? Oh, like, I should have said no. Yeah, like there's you just... Know, I also noticed that uh, she wasn't wearing the same costume or the same attire both nights. So... One night she'd wear, I guess she'd switch it up. It's not like every single night on tour you have to wear the same exact outfit mm-hmm. to to fit into the tour. She's doing whatever she wants. So, mm-hmm. but I still I'm a fan, and I'll continue. Of course, to see, I'll continue to go see her. As is, as am <laughs> I, I'm still a fan, but I, I think I'm good on seeing her in concert now. What's What's the coolest thing you've ever seen in concert from her, if you can recall? From her? Yeah. Um, hmm. I know, for me, one of the biggest things was James Taylor coming out at Madison Square Garden to play with her. Yeah. Um, let's see. I really like the should have said no. Yeah. Um, that was I cool, know, cause lot- she, what, she, like, I think she debuted that at the ACMs or something, and then... Yeah, and it was just such a butt-picking song. Yeah. And then took it on tour, and I was like, damn. Yeah, I really think that... I, I don't know. I, I just feel like that previous tours were a lot better. I mean, but I'm, I'm not... I'm good on seeing her in concert now. But go see her if you get a chance to, because you're never going to know what a Taylor Swift concert is. It's, it's an experience. Would you agree with that? Being there, hearing everybody, and seeing the show? You- yeah, you really you really start to see how much of a puppet master she is. A puppet master. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's like it's it's like I say, um, if you've never been to an independent wrestling show and you could sit really close to the ring, do it. If you've never been to a live WWE show, go once at least. And if you've never seen a Taylor Swift concert, go at least once. If you've never seen a Kiss concert, go. Yeah, absolutely. If you've never seen a Kiss concert once, go. There's a bunch. I could name them, but... Nah. Moving on to what now? Um, some independent professional wrestling? Yeah, we go to some independents. Uh, we had a few events taking place. Uh, you had CZW New Heights took place the other day. Um, <laughs> some things to, to note. You had Shane Strickland defeating David Starr. Yeah, you had the Nation of Intoxication... Picking up the victory against Bucks Belmar and Jonathan Gresham. Uh, Pepper Parks defeated Joey Janela and Rich Swan, which 
must have been an awesome match. Yeah. Uh, what else do we have? We had Mike Bailey pick up the victory against AR Fox. Yeah. Then you had the uh, CCW Wired TV championship on the line as Tim Dunst defeated Joe Gacy to become the new Wired champ. The CCW World Heavyweight Championship was on the line. Matt Tremont picked up the victory against Black Cheese. However, he is not champion because it ended in a disqualification. Yeah. Um, you also had Team Tremendous picking up the victory in the Tag Team Championship match over uh, Ohio is for Killers, the Young Bucks, and the Beaver Boys. So, yeah. Damn. Uh, congratulations to all the new champions. Uh, very awesome with Tim Dunst, considering that he's making his return following uh, uh, that cancerous tumor yeah. that they removed and everything. So, very cool. Uh, just to note, at Evolve 45 that took place, Timothy Thatcher defeated Drew Galloway to become the new Evolve champion, uh, Open the Freedom Gate champion. So, congrats, Timothy Thatcher. He's someone to keep an eye out for, too, on the independent scene. Yeah, but where where else have you seen him? I, I just it's see just him clips, from right? PW, yeah, clips from PWG and then clips from uh, the Candace and Joey show. Right. But he, the guy, he's talented. He's definitely talented. Um, yeah, I it's, keep a keep his keep your eyes on him. It sucks. It's like um, if it, it, almost like a, a an artist, like you want to see the, a musical artist, but they play nowhere near you. Yeah, and it's like you want to see a wrestler live, but it's all the way out in what Reseda, Cali. California. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, talking about Reseda, seven twenty four. You got PWG tremendous four taking place. Um, what do you want to talk about with this? Uh, you got the tag team championships on the line. Young Bucks tag team champs there taking on Angelico and Jack Evans. Yeah, you're going to have Team Tremendous taking on the world's cutest tag team. Uh, you got Akira Tozawa taking on Ricochet. And you have Chris Hero taking on, uh, Speedball Mike Bailey. Uh, there are a lot of other matches that will be announced. But also, PWG just released released their uh, trailers for Mystery Vortex two or three. I think two or three. But go check that out. Go buy the DVD. The matches look insane. Brian Cage versus uh, Johnny Silver looks wild. So go check them out. Go buy the DVDs. Go support them. Go support independent wrestling. Yeah. Uh, we also we have Ring of Honor Death Before Dishonor thirteen. I'm unsure. Uh, they got the Ring of Honor Championship match between Jay Lethal and Roderick Strong. Yeah, you're also going to have the Ring of Honor World Tag Team title on the line as the champions, the Addiction, take on Red Dragon, the Kingdom, and War Machine. I'm hoping War Machine pick up the victory in this one. Big Hanson fan. You're, you're a huge Hanson fan. Yeah, mbop all the way. Excuse me? Mbop all the uh, way. Is that... He doesn't use that, though, right? No. <laughs> okay. No. Uh, we got Rapunji Vice taking on the Briscoes. Yeah, you're all... I wonder, when was the last time we saw the Briscoes team up? Is that... I'm not too sure. It's probably, like, last week. <laughs> um, then you have a no-DQ match. ACH taking on Adam Page. Uh, um, Adam Cole versus Dalton Castle. You got a yeah. grudge match. You got Cedric Alexander taking on Moose. And... uh 
few other matches, so yeah, so definitely go check it out. Um, is that all you have? Um, let's see. Let me flip through. You have Kurt Angle surgery success, but he was rushed to ER the other day for respiratory problems. Um, they've been tweeting on his Twitter account saying that they'll keep us updated that he's okay now. But, uh, yeah, so hopefully he is all right. He has a speedy recovery. Everything is safe and sound. Yes, absolutely. And um, Global Force Wrestling announced the name of their television show this week, that being Amped. Uh, Hopefully that's not a lawsuit from that energy company, the energy drink. I don't know how I feel about that. I feel like it's like a jobber TV show name. Like, oh, oh, like Jacked or Velocity. I'm fine with the name. I don't think that it's that bad. I feel like it's, oh, what what can we do to have a name almost like Impact? Let's do Amped. Do you, do you not agree that it sounds kind of jobberish or? Not really. I mean, I'm I'm fine by it. It doesn't really... Rub me the wrong way or anything. Well, they also they announced four divisions as well. They announced the women's division, the heavyweight division, the next gen division, and the tag team division. Interesting. Yeah, so this is uh, going to be taking place on July 24th at the Orleans Arena. I believe that's got to be the Orleans Hotel or something in Las Vegas, right? I'm not, I'm not, I don't know. For the first round matches of the uh, the Global Force title first round matchups, you got Congo Kong taking on Nick Aldis. You got Brian Myers taking on Chris Masters. You got Bobby Roode taking on a mystery opponent. Then for the Global Force Wrestling Tag Team Championships tournament matches, you got Chris Saban and Kushida taking on Reno Scum. Which is Luster, the Legend, and Adam Thornstow. Ever hear of him? Negative. You got Akbar's taking on the Bollywood Boys. And then for the next-gen title tournament division, that kind of sucks. You got Jigsaw taking on Sanjay Dutt. That's not what I was talking about with sucking. And then you have Sonata versus PJ Black. PJ Black, I believe, could be in the... Main contender of the Global Force Championship. Wait, I'm confused. What's the sucking part? The fact that PJ Black isn't is being considered a next gen wrestler instead of a Global Force Championship tier wrestler. He is a next. Yeah, but I feel like he's the height weight that I still feel like he's better than Shawn Michaels was when he was that age. Oh, uh, I do. I, I disagree with that. I don't. I 100% don't disagree with that. And well, then, I hope so. You just said it. Yeah. And then I could be a flip flopper. And then you got the GFW Women's Championship first round tournament match between Christina Von Erie, Lady Tappa, and Mickey James. Lady Tappa, I still have no idea what everybody's obsession with her is. Yeah, I don't get it. And that's, that's, uh, that's the first thing of the amp tapings. Rumors are swirling that they're going to be taking over Impact's time slot. I don't know if that's going to happen. Yeah, they're still saying that TNA, once September comes, that they're off 
this uh, destination network. Yeah, but we shall see, and who knows? Um, now, apparently, TNA and Global Force Wrestling are working together. I guess we'll find out. Yeah. Um, other rumors that are circulating that Sting is ready to return to the WWE. Rumored to be involved with SummerSlam. So is Undertaker. Uh, yeah, same thing with Undertaker, rumored to be. All, all because, really, Undertaker picture of him working out got sent out. Seriously? Yeah. And he looks he looks in great shape. I, I just don't get why wrestlers can't like go to the gym or do what they want to do and without having a picture taken of them. So it's like no, yeah, no. I don't understand that either. Like if like, I'm why? if I'm if I was a famous professional wrestler and I was going out to let's say Trader Joe's, I don't want my picture taken. Yeah. So it's like I, I can't to, I can't really say gym because you know, I would never be in the gym. That's true, unless you're working on leg day. <laughs> leg day is a big day. Yeah, bread I'm and, working on bread, leg day every leg day. Though, so. <laughs> yeah, I do leg press. Is so, that what is that what the machine is? Yeah, the le leg press. A leg press. What is it? Is it? Uh, Brandon does like. Was it forty five hundred pounds? Yeah, something like that. Is that even possible on that machine? I think he did like 6,000 pounds. <laughs> no, is that even possible on that machine? No, right? No. <laughs> what does it go up to? Uh, it usually goes up to near, I think it depends. Some of it, sometimes it goes up to like 300, near 300. Near 300? Yeah. Not five? I don't think so. I could swear I hit five once. You may have. I mean, every machine is different. There's no way I hit five. I don't know. Maybe I was. Maybe in my younger days I did. Yeah, now you hit six. <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> That's a compliment. <laughs> yeah, compliment my ass. Uh, well, no, it's about your, your, the strength of your legs. Not yeah, your legs. yeah, I know, I know. Um, out of the comic book world, uh, let's talk about Comic-Con a little bit. Again? Yeah. What's more to talk about? Did, all the trailers and everything that got released. I was going to say, more importantly, speaking of comics... Well, Edge. yeah, I was going to lead into that. Okay, lead away. I was going to lead into that, but we lead, can... Lead away, David. Just lead away. Brandon, stop tossing back a few drinks, just, a few just, OJs just, before you record. Oh, I don't like orange juice. I drink it, but I don't like orange juice. Um, yeah, so Edge was announced to be a part of Flash Season 2 as... Spoiler, Adam really, Smasher. Not really spoiler. It's he got casted as it. Yeah, but I, I think some people try to avoid who's announced and stuff like that. But I don't think so. That's uh, not how uh, superhero things work. You ever hear of comic panels and everything? They're like, oh, look at that. Yeah, so Edge is going to be Adam Smasher, which is funny because his name is Adam, but it's spelled differently. Yeah. <laughs> um. So that's going to be awesome. I'm curious. I'm not too familiar with the Flash comics, so all of these new villains and characters are very new to me. I don't really know the storyline uh, too much, but it's very interesting about the time trap, the ability to time travel. I didn't even know that the Flash was able to time travel or uh, anything like that. But it makes sense. It uh, it completely does. Like everything with this TV show is involving a timeline, like. And so, and there's a character on the show named uh, one of the superheroes is Adam. So I'm guessing uh, that he's gonna go after him. 
So isn't it weird that a bunch of professional wrestlers are in the DC and Marvel universes? At the same time? What? Well, not at the same time. I don't know. I, I don't think so. I mean, let's be... It's cool these that... Are, it's are cool the best that, people to cast in these positions. Yeah, I mean, it's cool that... I mean, Kevin Nash is, I guess, technically in the Marvel universe. For, <laughs> for uh, Punisher. Not for, a, for Magic uh, Mike. Yeah, Magic Mike. Not anymore. Yeah, but he was. I mean... He was, but they're redoing Punisher. Yeah, but you can't take it away from him that he was in part of the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Batista, part of the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Who else? CM Punk. Yeah, Comic. I mean, not, not really, though. I was talking more so, like... Yeah, it's super cool that Sorry. Punk's writing for them. But I was yeah. more so saying, like, oh, wow, I get to go to a movie and see this person. Uh, Let's see. Remember that time Triple H was rumored to be Thor? Yeah, good thing that didn't work out. <laughs> yeah. Um, who else? I don't know. I feel like Nathan Jones has been in it. I don't know. I'm sure Nathan, like, I feel like Nathan Jones and uh, Kurgan have, they have to have some sort of a credit with it. Maybe, maybe not. Like, they have to have a background character. I kind of feel like Nathan Jones was in Guardians of the Galaxy. I think. I know he's in Mad Max right now. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Because, like, they're very useful to use these guys as, like, the bulky rest, uh, the bulky characters. Yeah, um, because they're tall and muscular. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's very cool. I love all these comics. Any, did you see some of these trailers that they, that they released? I saw all of them. I feel disappointed with Apocalypse. I... I'm intrigued with Apocalypse, but I'm very disappointed that he doesn't look like Apocalypse. He looks like that guy Ooze, Victor Ooze. I don't know. Or yeah, I'm I'm Victor Ooze. Why does that name sound familiar? Uh, Power Rangers, right? Uh, I don't know. I'm. It's like X Men were always like my favorite films. Mm -hmm. I feel like X Men was might have was that the first one? Did that come out before Spider Man? Probably not. Maybe it did. But... Uh, you, no, I think Spider-Man started everything. I don't know. But X-Men... Oh, it was, it was Ivan Ooze. Oh. Ivan Ooze. He was the guy from uh, Power Rangers. But X-Men was like my favorite thing as a kid, so going back and they finally started making these movies and stuff and they became huge blockbuster hits. Yeah. I was... Just wanted more, like, I don't know these characters from Apocalypse as much as I do from I, I, other I, films. I know them. I mean, it's just... I like, can't do I, would I rather see Professor X looking, like, young, or do I want to see him old and bald like that? You already I want saw to see, Yeah, but I want to see, like, I still want to see the continuation of these characters. I liked how the last film, they were all in it together. That was cool. <laughs> Yeah. And then I saw Suicide Squad. That looks so stupid. Well, hold on. Let's finish up with... Well, with the X-Men, the one thing I really don't like that in the comics, Apocalypse is this huge... He's like seven foot tall. Yeah, guess what? And Movies, he's... Movie magic. You don't know how he looks in film. Maybe he can make himself bigger and smaller. No, he, he could only make himself bigger. Um, 
And I, I don't get it with the movie because he's the same size as like uh, Psylocke and someone like that. And there's no comparison. And he's just not as big as how he was in the comics. So I'm really disappointed with that. Hopefully they prove me to be wrong. Um, with the Suicide Squad, I was, I'm looking forward to this movie. I think that the Harley, from Harley Quinn to Joker. She looks hot though, I should say To, uh, Deadpool, uh, no, not Deadpool, uh, Deathstroke. I think it looks really cool. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just, maybe I'm just not a DC guy. Well, I think uh, it's safe to say that a lot of people aren't DC guys and women just because the fact that their movies haven't really been up to uh, par, especially with what Marvel has been bringing to the table with in terms of movies. Yeah, but, I mean, DC had the Batman trilogy, the recent Batman trilogy, I should say. Yeah, but a lot of people didn't like them, though. I mean, I was a big I, fan of them. I watched... Parts of the first one, I think, and yeah. I thought it looked awful. And That's I, the thing. A I lot refused, of people criticized. I refuse to watch any of the other ones. I mean, you should definitely watch the uh, Dark Knight. No, I definitely don't need to. I've okay. seen the parts I've seen. I don't need to. All right. That's definitely my favorite with the Joker because that it's up there for one of my favorite movies for sure. Yeah, well. Um. I think so. That so is the Hannah Montana 3D concert. So what's that? <laughs> I said so is the Hannah Montana 3D concert up there for one of your favorite movies. Eh, what can you do? Um, I definitely think that they're going to have to bring a lot to the table, and hopefully, this is the start of DC turning everything around. Oh, um, about that. What do you think about uh, the way the Joker was portrayed here? I'm fine with it. I'm intrigued. Joker was portrayed many different ways in the comics. I'm curious to see what Jared Leto does to it. What are people saying about it? It's Some people are fan, very big fans. Some people don't get it. I, I guess, mean, it, it, I no understand. You're never going to have a comic. You're never going to have a trailer or anything or movie involving comics where there's not some criticism. Yeah, because it's like, oh, how could you not stay true to the comic book itself? Yeah. But in 2015, or whenever this is going to be released, 2016 maybe, it's like, things change. People have tattoos now, so... I mean, Joker, he's covered in the tattoos in this film. Well, it, it depends on... Yeah, some of the comics he does too. He does have tattoos in the comic book? Yeah, but not as many as... He had in that promo pick that came out, like but the, they're saying the that newer, just been a promo pick. The newer comic books are like the yeah, okay. Um, I mean, Joker is always one of the sickest characters, uh, in comics, regardless of DC or Mar uh, Marvel. Is that one or two? Huh? Two. I think that was two. What you said, regardless, which is now uh, I think three. Um, yeah. <laughs> which you could purchase the t-shirt the, the killing joke the killing joke is that book it's a graphic novel of Batman um, and him just battling the Joker it's very good uh, Deadpool Deadpool was an awesome trailer with Ryan Reynolds that's like one of the fan favorites that seems to be one of the fan favorites coming out of this uh, Comic Con I didn't see Deadpool trailer yeah, it's really, really. It looks awesome. Um, pretty, pretty much, Deadpool is just uh, 
be a sex addict who regenerates and who cannot be killed. And yeah, cannot wait for that. Um, Any other Comic Con trailers? Mattel, uh, they had their panel. We spoke about that last week, though. Yeah, yeah that's it. So, what do you want? We to wish do? you the best of luck. No, I'm just kidding. No, he's just kidding. Also, folks, let's uh, let's take a quick break, shall we? And we'll, we'll be back. We'll be right back here on Marking Out. Yo, this is New Jack, and you're listening to Marking Out. Welcome back to Marking Out, pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. This is episode 232, uh, com, prowrestlingtees.com slash Out. Let's uh, talk about some sports entertainment, shall we? Yes, let's kick it off with some Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. The show kicked off bright and early on Monday at 8 p.m. Not bright and early at all. (laughs) And uh, Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar opened the show. Uh, Great. Yeah, basically spoke about Brock Lesnar becoming champion and how he should still be champion. And if it wasn't for Seth Rollins being cheap, basically, he would be champion. Seth Rollins and Kane came out. And Seth Rollins said that he was going to burn Suplex City to the ground. And uh, then Kane set up a contract signing for the for later in the night. Yeah. yeah. Uh, first match of the night, you had Randy Orton and Ryback defeating Sheamus and Big Show. Yeah, with Miz on commentary there. And uh, this match, way too yeah. long. Way too long. Did not want to see Orton, Sheamus, and Big Show in a match. But at least... They were in one match together and not spread out in three different matches. That's true. Kick got them all uh, out of the way for us. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, absolutely. Thank you for that. But Miz in the middle of the ma- or towards the end of the match, Miz was cheering on Big Show as Big Show went to go choke slam Ryback. And I guess that kind of distracted him. So, uh, I mean, Ryback hit Big Show, but Big Show still knocked him out, hit the punch on him, and then dropped down and chased Miz to the backstage. And yeah. uh, that's when Sheamus got into the ring and did his little Batista thing, the thumb up and down thing that Batista used to do. And Randy Orton got into the ring behind him, mocked him, which I thought was funny. And I uh, was just like, eh. I don't know. Yeah. And Sheamus got hit with the RKO, and then Ryback went to the top rope, hit the splash, picked up the victory. And I guess yeah. we should say that after Monday Night Raw, if Ry- right? It was after Raw that Ryback was diagnosed with the staph infection. Staph infection? Yeah. I didn't see anything about staph infection. Yeah, that's why so he, that he just wrestle. got injured. Yeah, in his knee. He's got staph infection in his knee. That sucks. That means that he didn't take care of it too well. How do you get staph infection? I mean, it's just an effect. It's just a, it's MRSA. Yeah, that doesn't mean anything to me. How do you get it? It's like, oh, how do you get staph infection? Eh, you know, it's MRSA. <laughs> I mean, you can get it from contact. It's bacteria, bacterial infection. And it just, I think. how does it get into your knee? It's just like an open wound on your knee, or yeah, it's just really not. It's just not taking care of the wound properly. Do you have to have an like, open wound in order to get staph? Yeah, hmm. I believe so. Yeah, so I, I think that's what WWE.com said that Ryback had. So, yeah, so much, I didn't see anything. I didn't see anything being reported. I just saw that he was out and wouldn't be able to comp- compete. 
Yeah, I which think means he, that he would have to give up the championship because I don't know how long. No, it said that he should be, be he should be back really quick with this. But ho- that's hopefully. I don't know. If I mean, you we've seen other that quickly from staff. Infection. Yeah, I mean, we've seen other people take. I mean, we, people have died from staff infection, right? You yeah, can, yeah, right. So, I mean, hopefully, gets nowhere near that at all. But maybe he was diagnosed with it, and then he's quickly recovering. I don't know. But hopefully. I guess in come the CM Punk Z Pack jokes. Yeah. Yeah. But and it's it's funny because last week on the show I said that we'll probably end up seeing Ryback and Roman Reigns teaming up to take on whoever. And then it turned into Teen Ambrose for SmackDown again. Yeah. Ryback's injured. But after that, speaking of Dean Ambrose, we were going to see Dean Ambrose versus Bray Wyatt. Match didn't take place because Roman Reigns came out during Bray Wyatt's entrance and attacked him. Uh, I'm not sure where Dean Ambrose went during this, but whatever. Yeah, I lost track of him. Yeah, and then up next was the uh, probably the fan favorite moment. Well, I mean, the fan favorite moment of the night, I should say, in quotes. Uh, where the Bella Twins and Alicia Fox were out there cutting a promo. And Nikki Bella said that she never took any shortcuts and that she is the total diva. Stephen McMahon came out, cut her off, and uh, kind of hate to have the commentators sold it. Michael Cole said that it was a rare appearance for Stephen McMahon, as if we haven't seen Stephen McMahon on TV for the past, what, two years now? Really? Maybe. What? Really what? That's what they said? Yeah, because I guess now all of a sudden she's coming out to change the Divas division. She's doing better for the Divas division. She's I guess not... they forgot about everything from WrestleMania. Okay. Yeah, because she's not playing Stephanie McMahon, the heel character. She's playing Stephanie McMahon, the one who owns the company. So oh. it's a rare appearance because here she hasn't been on TV in, what, two weeks? Stupid. Thanks, Michael. But I'm sure he was fed that line somewhere backstage, so thanks to whoever fed him that line. But uh, Paige ended up coming out. Stephanie spoke about a revolution in the WWE Divas division. Spoke about the, uh, she goes, whether it's in UFC, women's soccer, blah, blah, blah. So now we know why they're doing this. The popular, pop, no, they're doing this to gain, no, to hop on a bandwagon? What am I trying to say? I don't know. But they want to hop on the bandwagon of women in sports, so they're pushing this. And yeah, I don't, I don't understand why they're doing this now, though. Yeah. I mean, I, I understand, but I don't think it's going to translate. Stephanie brought out... Well, because Stephanie said what she said, so she was talking about UFC. She said about the United States women's national soccer team, how they just won the World Cup. So that's why, I guess. We did see them live. Yes, we did. That was pretty cool here in a USA chant at the Taylor That Trump was the concert. weakest USA chant I've ever heard. I don't think so. It was just a very feminine one. Yeah, it was very weak. It wasn't weak. It was feminine. You can't it say was it was weak. We- you can't say it was it weak. Was not, then women it, listeners hate you for saying compared, that. Comparing the, that USA chant to one of, that, you're, that you'd hear at like a wrestling event, but it you was gotta weak. Say, it was feminine. You can't say weak. It wasn't you're, feminine. You were doing you. it. Yeah, I Unless. was doing it, but I'm one of 
how many guys at a Taylor Swift concert. What All right, so moving if I, on. If you had to guess, I would probably, how, what would you say, 100? I don't know. Maybe more? I don't no, know. There was, there was a lot. A lot of dudes? Yes. Definitely not half, though. Maybe 25% of the audience. I think there was a good amount. I would say 25% of an audience of <sighs> Taylor Swift concerts, dudes. But Stephanie brought out Becky Lynch and then Charlotte. Uh, Naomi and Tamina came out and said that they have unfinished business with the Bellas and Paige. Um, that Stephanie was like, you know what? I agree. And uh, there's somebody else that, that thinks like you. Boom. NXT Divas champion. Women's champion. Sorry. Sasha Banks. And then they all brawled, which ended with uh, Flair, Becky Lynch, and, and Sasha Banks putting their own... Their uh, submission moves on the Bellas and Alicia Fox. And uh, Paige came into the ring. And yeah, that's, I was a... That's when, that's when Paige, Becky Lynch, and Flair stood up together against Tamina, Naomi, and Sasha Banks. It was a very cool uh, segment. Fan favorite, of course. But I thought it would... It, to me, it's desperate. I don't think that all of these... I don't think Sasha Banks... Becky Lynch or Charlotte should have been at the same moment. I thought that if they started this the week before, because it's already been a little bit since the U.S. Uh, women's champion, uh, women's soccer has won. I said that I said that this needed to happen like two or three weeks ago. Yeah, I think that when they first were in the semifinals, this could have started. You start with either Sasha Banks making her debut, attacking. Becky Lynch, which with Naomi and Tamina, and then the next week you have um, them bring out Becky Lynch and Charlotte to help even the uh, so teams how, a little how bit. How do you have Becky Lynch get attacked by Sasha Banks? If oh no, I meant to say Paige. I I mean I see where they were going with it, almost breaking the internet. Now that that's a thing, wanting know. to break the internet or something, but. At at first, when I was watching it, I was like, yeah, yeah, this is cool. I mean, yeah, I'm completely disappointed every time I see Charlotte. But uh, I thought it came off as a little bit desperate. But but after watching it, after watching it again, I was like, yeah, I kind of see exactly where you were coming from. I mean, I'm very happy that... uh, they are called up though, or do we, I, we, we don't I even know. They all came out with NXT Tron, so yeah. So I, I don't know. Maybe they, they're not officially called up yet. Yeah, maybe I don't know. this is just a one-time deal. But hopefully they'll stick around. I mean, especially Becky Lynch. I'm a big fan of Becky Lynch. And it was cool that the got a this is awesome Chan. It's cool that people were actually wanting to pay attention to the Divas division. They need it. Yeah, it just sucks because there are people in the Divas division who are good wrestlers yeah so but speaking of good wrestlers wink up next we saw the primetime players teaming up with mark henry to take on and defeat the new day um before the match i'm confused with your wink i said good wrestlers and i winked at at primetime players being good wrestlers oh okay yeah but uh, before the match, New Day cut an absolutely awesome promo about how they're going to win the Tag Team Championships again. Um, and as far as I'm concerned, I'm sure you're on the same boat. Everyone could chant New Day sucks, but New Day rocks. You're not going to do it? 
No, I'm not going to do it. Oh, come on. You're home alone. Just do it. Uh, <laughs> it is a fun chant to do, though. So just do it once. Why wasn't Bo Dallas with them? I guess Bo Dallas yeah. isn't... I don't know. I wish it was. I wish that continued, but how could you have a four-man person group going for the tag team championships of two? But... Yeah. Um, next next far, up, yeah. I was going to say, as far as the match, though, I really don't understand why Mark Henry needed to be a part of this. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Yeah. I, I wish, I'm sure everybody on that's listening wish, wishes that you would have done the chant as well. Nah, ain't that a shame. That's a great Next up, song. you had R-Truth defeating uh, King Barrett. Uh, it's, yeah. It's, it's almost like, it's like a, the most standard filler match possible is R-Truth versus Bad News Barrett. It's not a bad thing. It's just something I feel like we've seen. Who says that? Of Diamond Dallas Page. (laughs) I just feel like we've seen this match like 30 times. Yeah, I gotta agree with you. But Bad News Barrett is like probably in WWE right now one of the top 10 best wrestlers. Oh, yeah. Or sports entertainers, whatever you want to call them. He's up there in the top Three for most underutilized. And I I would love to see him one day as WWE champion. <laughs> I wish that King of the Ring somehow elevated to him elevated him to that level, but Yeah, right. Yeah. Up next we saw John Cena issue his open challenge for the United States Championship, who comes out to accept the challenge, but Rusev. Uh, Kevin Owens then came out and said that if anyone's going to beat him, it's going to be him. Uh, Rusev called Owens a French-American. Whoa. Yeah, Mr. Uh, I'm from Montreal, or nearbys of Montreal. Uh, Kevin Owens is not American, so Rusev, Mr. Uh, Promo Cutter over there. Nice try. <laughs> uh, I, would love, I would love to have heard... Kevin Steen promos on Rusev. Like, having Rusev had said French-American, I would love to have heard Kevin Steen rebuttal. Nah. Instead of Kevin Owens getting cut off and not being able to say what he needs to say. Nah. But, um, after that, we saw Cesaro come out, get right in Cena's face, and then Rusev, Owens, and Cesaro, they all started brawling. John Cena ducked out when sat sat on commentary, and a triple threat match was set up to see who will face John Cena later in the night for the uh, United States Championship. And you're a winner for that one. Yeah, Rusev defeated Cesaro and Kevin Owens. I'm Um, still confused as to... I don't understand why. Why Rusev did it, or why this was a triple threat match? I don't understand why Rusev is being thrown into this when you have so much with Cesaro and you have so much with Owens. I guess right now because Dolph Ziggler is quote-unquote injured. Yeah, thanks, Ziggler. So, I guess where's Rusev go but up back to the U.S. Championship? But I have to say, I I did not want to see Rusev wrestle, but I I think this was probably his best match. The best match that he ever had was between Rusev, Cesaro, and Owens. And and the stuff that all three of them pulled out in this match was incredible. With yeah. o- Owens hit the code breaker on Cesaro, and I, to me, I don't know if it was supposed to look like that, but it acted like a senton to Rusev. 
when he when he landed the code breaker. And then another, yeah, a little bit. Another part that I liked was the Tower of Doom spot, which when they were setting it up, I was like, ugh, just another Tower of Doom spot. And then Cesaro jumped up and did like that spider, uh, German. No, the spider no. sunset flip. I guess you'd say maybe. I don't but know. Whatever you would call it. But I I thought I liked I liked this match so much. And I've said it in the past that I would like to see Kevin Owens versus Brock Lesnar, but after seeing this match, I would like to see Brock Lesnar versus Cesaro. I'd like to see Uppercut City versus Suplex City. I would not mind that at all. And uh, I guess during the match, Kevin Owens left and said, I don't need this. Meh. Um, but it ended up... So Rusev picked up that victory. Um, yeah. Um, back-to-back victories? You should just skip ahead and say Rusev Yeah, back-to-back victories as he... He stepped up to John Cena for the title, picked up the victory by DQ. Yeah, Kevin Owens came back out and attacked him. It was like a quick five-minute match or something, and the only thing I wanted to happen as soon as the bell rang was for Kevin Owens to come back and stop the match. So I was counting five minutes. felt like forever. but I don't know. I'm, I'm okay with it. I, did, I was in yeah, not looking forward to them uh, going at it. I did like, though, how... Uh, John Cena had Rusev up for the for not the accolade for the attitude adjustment at one point, and then Rusev reversed that into the accolade. But he like stomped him, like mid air, yeah. locked the accolade on. It seemed I thought yeah, that was it was really cool. cool. Yeah. Uh, next up, you had let's see. Oh, yeah. Lita. Yeah, Lita was out there introduced the tough enough cast, and uh, Patrick and Zizi got the the loudest cheers. Tanner, I feel like Tanner might have been the only person that got booed. But, yeah, it's safe to say he's not a favorite of the crowd. Yeah, but it was cool seeing the Tough Enough guys. I thought they were going to give them time to cut a promo, mm-hmm. but I guess I was wrong with that. Yeah. Moving on, big return. Stardust picked up the victory against Neville. I like the comic book intro. I feel like we've seen that before with these two. Neville. Neville. Um, oh, just, my, yeah. What are you saying? What? What are you trying to say right now? Nothing. I'm trying to figure out when I could uh, talk about everything with the backlash of Stardust. Uh, let's talk about that in a second. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just right after I mentioned the fact that I really liked Stardust's version of uh, the side effect that he did. Mm-hmm. It was really cool. And uh, it was nice to see Stardust back. Yeah. And now are we going to see the Green Arrow taking on Stardust? Stephen Amell, maybe. I mean, I saw there was but, they they tweeted back and forth again, so maybe they're bringing that back. Maybe right, so I guess maybe the right. Green Arrow is going to team with the Red Arrow, Neville. Yeah, nah. Um, yeah, they Stephen Amell. That was something that happened at Comic Con, where they had a panel, and he a uh, female fan, a, a woman, asked him a question about whether or not he was going to be wrestling at SummerSlam. And he said he's he pretty much he dodged it, but very poorly where he did say that he was going to be wrestling. What did he say? It, it was kind of funny because he didn't know how to not say he wasn't wrestling without while saying that he was involved with WWE. All he had to say was that I'm sports entertaining. Yeah, he <laughs> but so he was he does have discussions with the WWE 
it's safe to say that we will be seeing him in the WWE ring. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm a fan of the Arrow, so I think it's a cool storyline too. Is is he the Green Arrow, or am I not? He's the Green Arrow, but he hasn't become the Green Arrow yet. Right oh. now, he's just the Arrow. Would it not be cool to see the Green Arrow teaming up with the Red Arrow? Right? Who is I mean, who Stardust Red... team with? Who would Stardust team with? Probably Bo Dallas. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. I mean, who else? I don't know. I mean, I could see Stephen Amell. I mean, Goldust. I don't know where Goldust is Stardust with, his with with Neville on the side. I don't know where Goldust is with his injury, but maybe Goldust returns to team up with Stardust again. Who knows? Maybe. Um, there's a lot of backlash for the Stardust to, uh, stuff, too, where a lot of fans are saying that they're disappointed that he came back as Stardust. They want Cody Rhodes. They wanted him to do some sort of a some tribute with his dad. and I mean, I thought maybe we'd see at least one polka dot on his tights or suit, but that doesn't matter to me are freaking selfish jerks. Not, not really selfish, though. They're just... Selfish. They're looking out for themselves and what yeah, they but, want to see. Yeah, but that's they not They don't care about Stardust. Well, the person who portrays Stardust. You could just say Cody. Yeah. <laughs> they care about what they see. I mean, and it's kind of... It's distasteful and disgusting. So I'm very happy that uh, Cody's... Well, Cody did defend it. Unfortunately, because you had to defend yourself in this circumstance, but he went on saying how Stardust is a tribute to his dad, how it was the name of the airplane that Ric Flair and his dad used to... I don't think Cody said that. I think Flair said that. All right, well, it was the name of the airplane that Ric Flair and Dusty Rhodes used to fly on for uh, Crockett, I believe. Cody said, I think it was, he had... Dusty Rhodes had him ref a match once or something. Yeah. And gave him on the back of the referee shirt, it said Stardust. Yeah, and then Stardust was on uh, the trunks of Dusty Rhodes at one point as well. The yeah. Or Stardust. Which is interesting. I didn't know either any of those things. So, and then uh, his wife, uh, Cody Rhodes' wife. Uh, Brandy, Brandy or Eden. Eden, yeah. She went up pretty much... Uh, duking it out with these fans. And I think that they're completely correct for doing so. I mean, I, I'm just, I think it's very distasteful for them to think that or feel that he should capitalize on the passing of his father in order to uh, give them what they wanted to see, I guess. It's just, I don't know. I, I think it's distasteful. I don't think it's distasteful. I think it's... People want to see what they want to see. They speak up on the internet. People are allowed to have opinions, but I don't think I don't I don't think it's necessary for Cody Rhodes to return when Stardust is such a great character. I don't know, and I if people don't realize that Stardust isn't a great character, then I guess I if know. you want to call them stupid, then yes. Yeah, I think these fans are really stupid. Um, speaking of stupid, up uh, next. For the end of Monday Night Raw, we saw a contract signing for Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins. Uh, Lesnar ended up flipping the table, grabbed an axe handle from under there that Kane put under there for Seth Rollins to use if he needs it. 
somehow Lesnar knew it was there. I thought that was dumb. But uh, they brawled. Lesnar yeah. Lesnar hit the steel steps, or hit Kane's leg with the steel steps. Blah, blah, blah. Lesnar walked off. What else? Seth Rollins. Um, I, Seth, I didn't watch this end part. Seth Rollins basically said that he's better than Brock and that he's going to prove that Brock's not a monster. And uh, then he spoke down to Kane and said that he's nothing without him and stomped on his ankle. So yeah. I guess now they're officially done again. I don't know. This is the part where I changed the channel again. Yeah, that's the part? No, no, no. Again. There was numerous occasions. And there was a long, long time breaks before tuning back oh, in. Oh, I thought you were going to say the Don McLean song. Nope. But uh, moving on from Monday Night Raw to SmackDown. SmackDown. Ew. You should apologize for that voice. Not happening. Yeah, why was that even happening? It sounded like Krusty the Clown giving, like, a speech. Ugh. Roman Reigns opened up SmackDown, though, and spoke about Bray Wyatt. And uh, he said that he's not going to let Bray get into his head and that he needs to stay out of his business. Bray Wyatt then appeared on the screen, which, I mean, do you ever understand Bray Wyatt's promos? The better question is, do I ever watch them? No. But when you did watch them, did you understand them? The last time I watched a Bray Wyatt promo was with the, when he was... Oh, Earlier this... No, not even with the Dean Ambrose stuff. Probably last year. I literally... I When he speaks, I have no idea what he's saying. But I he, may like, just, he may just I, be <laughs> Ultimate Warrior in it he, up. He could be sitting there being like, cats and dogs and, and water bottles and television screens. And I'm like... I don't know what he's saying, but I could probably listen to this for another hour or so. But yeah. uh, Bray Wyatt basically said that he's capable of horrific things, and Roman Reigns said that everyone saw him run from him on Monday Night Raw. So, I mean, it's obviously going to be a good match, and the promos are great. Is it obvious? I think so. But the thing is just puzzling is why is this a feud? We still... There's no reason. We don't know. There's no yeah. reason for this. I, I I'm just, not... Yeah, I don't get it. Uh, next up, you had New Day. New Day rocks. Defeating Lucha Dragons. Come on. Just do it once. Yeah, Biggie Langston and Kofi Kingston teamed up here. Primetime players on commentary. Didn't like how Darren Young basically took what Mojo Rowley says. Because Darren Young, I think it was before the match started, he said that we don't need to get ready, we stay ready. Wow. Bro, Rip what? Off. Yeah, where, where am I hearing that? Every week on NXT, we don't get hype, we stay hype. Cool story, bro. Dumb. I, I do hope that New Day wins the titles on Sunday and then move on to Lucha Dragons so they, they can become champions at some point. Yeah, that'd be cool. And I thought, as far as the match goes, it was really entertaining. And uh, I think I would have liked to have seen it live. Yeah. I know you don't like to watch live wrestling anymore because I'm Dave the Rave that only watches pay-per-view. Nah. <laughs> I'm Dave the Rave that only watches New Japan. I mean, pro PWG movie trailers. Yeah, that's more accurate. Uh, up next, we saw Bad News Barrett taking on Jack Swagger. 
Uh, I feel like there were portions of this match that you probably appreciated the most due to Jack Swagger's amateur shoot style. Yes, completely. Uh, so also another good match. <laughs> why Why do you laugh? You know you I didn't like watch that. this match. Yeah, but it's good amateur wrestling. <laughs> you know you would have enjoyed it is what I said. Yes, Or appreciated. Uh, I feel like the end, the match of the... The end of the match came too soon, though. But, and I still feel like there's no reason why Jack Swagger couldn't have stepped up to have a, a good match with John Cena for the U.S. Championship. I don't think. I think they pretty much beat that dead horse uh, with the Rusev stuff with his stepping up. Yeah, I guess so. That's true. And then after the match, our truth came out and uh, dressed as the King, whatever, had water in the plunger. I guess they think it's like, oh. We think he just used this plunger. Let, let's, how, let's see how stupid WWE fans are. And uh, R-Truth tried to talk but about being king, and, and Bad News Barrett cut him off and said that he's a real king, and being a king isn't a joke, and that it all ends on Sunday in the pre-show. Because that's where in they're... In the pre-show. That's where they are, again. Yes. Up next, though, Cesaro took on Rusev, picking up the victory. Uh, I liked it. it was kind of like strongman versus strongman here, without going overboard at least. Yeah. Uh, Very guess, happy that Cesaro picked up the victory. Yeah. Uh, there's a psych, a nasty sidekick from Rusev that I really liked too during it. Actually broke Cesaro's jaw. No, really? I'm just kidding. No. Oh. We should just report on that. Who cares, right? What if they make up a story? TMZ does it all the time. But. Uh, I guess since since Rusev's return with uh, from his injury, uh, I think Rusev's been delivering some good matches. Not yeah. that they not that they weren't good before, but now I feel like it's just like a whole nother level. I'm very I've always been a fan of Rusev, so I'm happy to see him kind of uh, being used in this manner. And another little interesting tidbit to note for this match. Very first time Rusev was pinned on SmackDown. There you go, Cesaro. Yeah, but you didn't like the end of it, how Cesaro celebrated, right? I wasn't that big of a fan because it made it, I felt like he should have been more cocky about it. Yeah, but Cesaro, I feel like, is now a fan favorite instead of... Like, he was clearly the face in the match. He doesn't have yeah, to be Yeah, but cocky. even as a face, I feel like celebrating like that kind of weakens him a little bit. I don't know. I feel like he should have been like, of course I beat him. Why wouldn't I beat him? I'm the strongest man in the WWE. Whoa. Hey. Whoa. Hey. <laughs> no? Hey? Nice. Yeah. Up uh, next, we saw Neville defeat Stardust. Uh, I like this match more. I mean, not to say I didn't like the other match on Raw, but I like this match more than the, their match on Raw. <laughs> Like, right off the bat, it was like this, boom, high-impact, fast-paced <laughs> thing. And, yeah, they uh, had a nice pace going. Stardust tried to hold the rope to pin Neville, but the ref caught him. And afterwards, I, what would you even call that move? I don't know what you would... Uh, is it a sunset? Or, it's not or a sunset. Roll? I don't know. I, I don't know how to... A victory roll? Is that... No, that's not a victory roll. I feel like being a wrestling fan that I've watched since 1998... 97, 98, I should know what that move is, but... Reverse Huracurana pin? I don't know. It's not even... I don't even know. That's how... I, that's how There is won. a name to it. 
And it's, once you know the name, once you hear the name, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, dumb. Yeah, but you don't know the name right now, so. No, I don't. Right. It's a roll-through, a roll forward roll-through. Who knows? But that's how Neville picked up the victory there. And uh, afterwards, backstage, Neville was being interviewed, and Stardust attacked him. So I guess they're going to continue this until maybe it's time to pull in the arrow. There's no t- no point to pull in the arrow until Neville starts losing again. Well, losing consistently against him or gets beaten up even worse. Right, so we'll see on Monday Night Raw how how things happen or we'll see at the pay-per-view if anything happens with them. Yeah. Uh, after that, we saw a backstage segment. Uh, Naomi, Sasha Banks, and Tamina were getting interviewed by JoJo. And then Naomi basically just said that they're bad. Best at dominating. Okay. So I guess the three of them are going to be going as a team called Bad. Best at dominating. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking forward to Sasha Banks being up there. I just feel it's weird how they just all got thrown in together. I don't think that it's weird. It's not weird to me. I just think that it shouldn't have been done all at once. I'm fine with them being together, though, especially with how everybody else kind of has a trio. No, I uh, yeah no I I get the tr- the trio thing, but I that's what I'm saying. Like it's weird how all of a sudden it's three versus three versus three, and yet there's other divas backstage that are just not like we're Emma, Summer Rae. I don't well, want to say can, Cameron I mean, or Rosa. You can't throw everyone into this. Yeah, but you're trying to make like a huge divas division revolution. How aren't they part of it? Well, I mean, I don't know. You could team what team left out. I don't know. It would just be the ones that decide. Like how, how is Natalia not part of this? She's like know. the queen of divas. She's like the number one women wrestler on the roster, basically. So maybe on Raw, Natalia's going to rally up two other people, be like, listen, there's no reason why we cannot be. If they want a revolution, why aren't they giving us the chance that we deserve? We should be in this match just as ba- – uh, more as anybody else. This is all leading to Eva Marie coming in and beating everybody up in a gauntlet match. Yeah. <laughs> You're supposed to be debuting at NXT soon. Seriously? Yeah. Or re-debuting? Yeah. Yeah. So looking forward to seeing the improvement. Yeah. Uh, up next, though, we had Dean Ambrose taking on... No, Dean Ambrose teaming up with Roman Reigns to take on Sheamus and Big Show. They pick up the victory via disqualification. Uh, I could have done without this. But uh, it's... Could have done without this, he says. <laughs> I could have, because I didn't need to see Big Show. I, I, it sucks because I go... Like, it's like cyclical with with how much I care about Sheamus. Yeah, You, you give him the Money in the Bank contract, and it's like, oh, I don't care. I don't want to see that at all. I'm, I'm still good with it. I don't... Like, I'm, I'm a fan of Sheamus. I mean, I'm not not a fan of Sheamus. It was interesting. He had a, his nose pierced. I wonder if that's for the movie. For Maybe. Teenage, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Maybe. Because which one, which one did he play? Oh, did the rhino Bebop. have a... Did he have a pierced oh, yeah, nose? No, nose? he's not Bebop. He's Rocksteady. Did Rock, Rocksteady didn't have a nose ring, though, did he? No. Nah. So Sheamus uh-huh. is just like, oh, I'm going to get a nose ring. Pretty but much. It, it, it's nice, though, to see that the crowd's almost completely behind Roman Reigns. At least, I mean, a SmackDown crowd's overdubbed, but 
people looked like they were hardcore cheering for Roman Reigns in the background of the match. Yeah. So that's cool. But uh, Big Show at one point went to chokeslam Dean Ambrose through the announce table. And Dean Ambrose instead countered him and DDT'd him through the table. I thought that looked, I don't know. The DDTs to Big Show never looked good to me. I thought it looked good. Why is a DDT like that bringing Big Show off his feet? Uh, more, He's a giant. Important, more importantly, though, how does a DDT hurt Big Show more than it hurts Dean Ambrose when you got 500 pounds falling onto you? Yeah. That's, the, that too. that's like the same thing with the, the, the big ending. I still did. I never got that as a movie. Yeah. But uh, Bray Wyatt ended up hitting Roman Reigns before he hit the spear. And that's where the DQ came into it. But he fought out of Sister Abigail and then hit a Superman punch and then ducked a bro kick and speared Sheamus. Which yeah. is weird. Why is Sheamus... I mean, the the number... The very last thing before <laughs> the pay-per-view, before this Sunday's pay-per-view, is, is Roman Reigns standing on top. Yeah. About what, that. Yeah, whatever. Speaking of the pay-per-view, though, right? Might as well move on to predictions right now. Sure. From uh, St. Louis, Missouri, at the Scott Trade Center this Sunday. I don't even, is it, I don't think, did they say that it's not on pay-per-view anymore? What do you mean? I think they just said this is the WWE Network. I don't know if it's on pay-per-view. Really? I'm not sure. I'm not positive. Wow, there's only six matches announced with the, with the Dark Show. Dark Maybe match. it is just uh That's interesting. I wonder if it is. They got the R Truth versus King Barrett. Uh I'm gonna it's go four with... it's four Bad News Barrett's King of the Ring Crown. So I have no faith in them. I feel like I should I'm, go with R Truth. I'm also I mean if you're going with R Truth, I'm going with R Truth in general, so Yeah. I feel like I don't have faith in them. <laughs> I mean, it continues the storyline, that's for sure. But. All right. Both are truth. Up next, we have the most boring match of the night. Randy Orton versus Sheamus. I'm going with Randy Orton, even though, oh, that pains me to say it. Why is Randy Orton winning? Why is Randy Orton just randomly come back out of nowhere just to pick up a victory against Sheamus? Because it's hometown? Screw you. Uh, he's like he's like AJ. Town. He just skips in whenever he wants. Now we don't need Randy Orton. Goodbye. Go home. Stay I'm gonna go there. with Sheamus. Hopefully, but I'm sticking with Randy Orton. All right. Uh, next, Roman Reigns taking on Bray Wyatt. Confusing match. No feud really. I'm gonna. I don't know. This is this is. Uh, mm. I'm torn on it. I'm gonna say Roman Reigns. I kind of. Uh, that's the thing. I want to say Wyatt, but I can't see them doing that. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna join you with Reigns. I wonder what matches are gonna be added. Or maybe there's gonna be something huge coming out of that match. Maybe. Um, for the WWE Tag Team Championships, we got primetime players taking on New Day. We don't gonna, yet no. know which members of New Day will be in the match. I'll go with New Day. I guess they're going to rock, paper, scissor before the match. Um, 
I'm going to say primetime players as much as I want to see New Day pick up the victory. But All right. What's the next match? Uh, for the WWE United States Championship, John Cena taking on challenger Kevin Owens. Oh. I'm, I'm going to go with Owens. I really want John Cena to win, though, because... Because of how awesome his matches have been as of late. That's the thing. I really love this uh, open challenge. I'm gonna say John Cena. All right. I'll, Just I'll because I want, I want like more. I want more out of those matches. John Cena's had like the best year for matches, match caliber. Yeah, he still only have five with, with undercards. Yet, yet he still only has five moves, and he's the worst wrestler in pro wrestling today. Well, you heard it here, folks. David doesn't like John Cena. No, I'm just no. kidding. Yeah. Uh, and then the main event for the WWE Championship: Challenger Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins all alone, no J and J security. Kane he's taken out. Can can Seth Rollins tame the beast? I'm going to say Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins, I feel like, needs to win. I've said that for weeks now. I need Rollins to win this match. It really pains me not to go with Rollins. I don't know but where I don't know where the match goes after this, but I just don't have faith. And I feel like going into SummerSlam. Maybe someone's gonna cost Brock the match, though. Yeah. I'm going Lesnar. I don't know. That makes no sense, though. Why? Like, why have... I don't know. I'm, I'm going with, like, all of my picks are pretty much going with my TNA philosophy. I'm going against everything that I want to happen. I, I just feel like if you, you want to build somebody up, then how not... How not have Seth Rollins win? Yeah. So. I mean, it could be end up being a DQ. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, maybe somebody comes in and, and hits Brock or hits Rollins. More, more so, hit Brock. Yeah. I don't really see anyone coming in. Well, I don't know. I mean, you got Kane, but. Yeah. So, that was the pay-per-view. That's our predictions. Moving on to, do you have outside the ring news? Any more of it? No, right? Uh, no, I covered all of it. Shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. Thank you very much to the people that promoted us in the week of professional wrestling. How come you didn't open up with "Hey, hey, hey"? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Crusty the clown now. Go follow. John at Mr. John Faust. Thank you very much for your support. As well as Jasmine at Reverse Enemsage. Uh, thank you very much for promoting us. We appreciate your support big time. Um, if any of you decide to promote us, help us get us followers. We're still on that March to 9,000. So let's try to get 9,000 followers for marking out because that would be awesome. Um, also, Coney 2015. What is it? We do not know. You know what? You know what I thought it was at first when I first saw this pop up on Twitter. 
What, remember that thing? It was a Coney 2012, that, that killer yeah. or whatever? That's what oh. I thought it was again. I thought he's back. He's making his return. Uh, I mean, hopefully never, right? <laughs> yeah, hopefully. But we will find out what Coney 2015 is at Warriors Wrestling taking place 718 in Staten Island, New York at the Fun Station, USA. You can go check out Warriors of Wrestling. Com. Bell time is 8 p.m. You're going to see a ton of action. TJ Marconi, Drew Galloway, a lot of others. Go check it out. Uh, you can go check them out on Twitter at Wow Pro Wrestling. And as I said, 718, we get to finally find out what this hashtag Coney 2015 is. Definitely curious. Brandon, do you have any shout outs? I'm Louie Anderson. Survey says Brandon shout-outs. Yes, that's right. My shout-outs. I don't think I've ever opened it like that before. But uh, how could Taylor Swift not take the first shout-out? Right? I agree. I think she should take all three. Uh, she's definitely not taking all three, but she deserves Ouch. to. Ooh, okay. Yeah. But uh, definitely, if you're look up her tour. Go buy a ticket. Go see her. Uh, next shout-out goes to Heath Slater. If you didn't watch Swerved, you should definitely check it out. He, uh, I, I guess he surprisingly did something that I wasn't expecting, so I don't want to kind of, I don't want to spoil it yet. because. Oh, yeah, I still haven't watched it. Yeah, it's still new, so definitely go check it out. Mad Where big, can I watch that? Big props to him. On the WWE Network. Free oh, this, free the, It's free this month. Uh, I'm sure you can find it on YouTube as well somewhere. They posted that first episode on YouTube. WWE did? Yeah. I saw somebody else posted it. So uh, I saw they posted it on the, this first fourth with the uh, electrocution. They might have posted uh, another episode. I don't know. But uh, last up is a shout-out for Hall & Oates because I, I saw them the other night, and it was cool. I enjoyed, enjoyed hearing them. Yeah, hearing them live. So Very cool. Yeah. All in oats. Yeah, making my dreams come true. Well, actually, Taylor Swift did that, but... Making your way downtown? <laughs> no. Vanessa no. Carlton, right? Yeah. Now it's time for... Or Michelle Branch. Oh, Michelle Branch. I think Car it's Vanessa, Vanessa Carlton. Carlton. I always confuse the two. No, it's Vanessa Carlton. Yeah. Now it's time for our... Our... Cesaro's theme song over here. Yeah, I was trying to imitate it, but you like how we have like the same pitch all three times, right? <laughs> yeah, you got a perfect pitch, right? Thanks. Or pitch perfect, whatever movie you want it to be in. I'll go with the pitch perfect. As far as mark out moment of the week goes, I know you said earlier the fact that all the the new NXT women coming up to the main roster, but huge news coming out of NXT yesterday. Ikarino Jushin Liger, I think I said that right. Jushin Liger, for the very first time, will be appearing in a WWE ring at a WWE event. NXT Brooklyn, NXT TakeOver Brooklyn, Jushin Liger will be making his WWE debut. Huge. Very excited. Like, dude, you don't understand how pumped I am. 
Yeah, that's like I was pumped before because NXT is taking place in, the, in an arena outside of Full Sail University, outside of any Floridian town, outside of the Arnold Classic, other places, and Jushin Liger. Like, damn. Yeah, that's awesome. We don't officially know his I opponent think that yet. I, Jushin Thunder Liger in the WWE ring. It's, I mean, they already announced his opponent, but we're not going to spoil that. Right. We don't officially uh, know it yet. I feel like this is WWE's like huge, like F you to ROH because Ring of Honor's running against them in Brooklyn with New Japan guys, Nakamura, Okada, etc. So I'm super yeah. pumped to see Jushin Liger. In NXT at WWE, that's like that's mind blowing. Like I can't wrap my head around that yet. Um, if, if people want to find out about his opponent, just go search the forums or whatever the news sites. <laughs> yeah, uh, they, it was all from the taping, but that's awesome that Liger is going to be in action at the NXT. Like, I, would, I would love to, see, to know. Go ahead. I'm curious to see who else they're going to bring in for this. Yeah, if they're making it as huge as that, like. I'd love to know whose idea was it to bring in Liger, first of all. Especially with his association with New Japan. Yeah, and I guess Ring of Honor as well. Yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't... Ex I Like, I, I wonder if, like, if if Regal was like, no, Triple H, we need to do this, or Triple H was like, I am uh, the game, uh, and did that. Was like, he ever in a... Uh... He was never in a WWE ring, ever. This is literally his WWE debut at NXT at Barclays Center in Brooklyn, August 22nd, 7.30 p.m. Then you got tickets? Yeah, I got a ticket. I got one ticket. I'm going myself. Nobody else wanted to go. There you go. Well, they're offering it for free on the network. Yeah, well, I would I would much rather be there because I like wrestling. Eh, I'm good with watching it online. Or sports entertainment. Watching it through the network. Yeah, but I would... I'm, I am curious to see who else. Like, if... I mean, you got Samoa Joe work in the event. That's whatever. I don't really need to see Samoa Joe, but it's still cool to see him wrestle. Yeah. You got Jushin Liger. Uh, I don't know. What, who Wait, else? how many times have you seen Liger already? I guess technically twice. Mm -hmm. Because there was that the, the double shot weekend. Double shot weekend. Yeah, with uh, Supercard. We saw oh. Jushin Liger versus John Morrison versus Davey Richards. Yeah. And then we saw... Jushin Liger versus Jomo. Yeah. That was he was exciting to meet. We got to meet him uh backstage and that was something I, else. I wish I got a picture with him in full gimmick. You got a picture with him. I'm jealous of that. I I, I don't even know where that picture is. But that was it was yeah. super cool to meet him though. Yeah, it was it was very cool. He did the little bow thing that I guess everybody does over there. No, yeah, it was very cool. Um, I was like, that's Jushin Liger? <laughs> let's see. Marked out for that. But I, I guess... marked out for the new Up, Up, Down, Down. Well, not the new, but the episode where they had the Street Fighter Combat uh, Tournament. Where I don't Rusev know what you were made... talking about with Rusev being out of character there. He's still talking with the accent and everything. Well, does he actually have an accent? He might. He's, I think he might be from Bulgaria. Like, but I, I, I mean, just out of character with all of them hanging out and everything. Oh, 
Like, it's always still weird for me to see wrestlers. It's still weird for me to see re- No, I'm just well, I guess it's not weird, but it's just, well, I guess it is weird to see WWE wrestlers hanging out together and kind of like, yeah, it is, up, compared to the past where they would like, you wouldn't see them hanging out together. Yeah, because when I told you about Swerved, you're like, wow, breaking fabe much? Yeah, they don't care, but there is no kayfabe anymore. <laughs> kayfabe is dead, not like, killed it. I mean, that, that picture of everyone in the back of that coach bus from the Attitude Era, like, you would never see that promoted or put out there at the time. Like, that's, like, well, if that's taken now, it's put up all Instagram, over. and it's on WWE.com's yeah. top 25 Instagrams of the week. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, and that's about it, I guess, other than the fact that that Taylor Swift thing was still mind-blowing. It was. I, I just downplayed a lot. I don't know. Yeah, you were like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, as soon as you met her, like, you left the curtain. I did. <laughs> I mean, technically, yes, you did. <laughs> but you were just messing with other people. There. Yeah, I was trying to be a jerk. But, yeah, I'm, I'm very grateful of that experience. And, yeah, uh, very grateful. Uh, Erica Warden, if you're listening, thank you very much. Yeah, I appreciate it. And, yeah. uh, I mean, Taylor Swift... Maybe she'll be on Cooking with Brandon for. Not saying anything, but yeah, right. Just not, yeah, watching, okay. she's definitely never gonna be on Cooking with Brandon ever. Unless never say Eric, never. Uh, never say never. Right, Erico, what's up? Who, Chris Jericho? Yeah, is that what? What'd you say? No, Erica. Oh, it yeah. happened. Hilarious. But that's our show for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for your questions and comments. MarkingOut.com to catch old episodes and current episodes. You could subscribe on iTunes. You could stream this live, not live, stream it on Stitcher Radio. Why don't um, we? Do, can we do a live episode? I don't have the means to do a live episode. What about like through YouTube? I don't want to do it. And like just a Google Hangout episode. Yeah, yeah. Those we'll went, turn off. We'll turn off the uh, video because those or, went do- so well. Those went super duper well. With the amount of times that we edit the show. We don't edit the show. No, it's perfect. <laughs> Straight through. It's perfect just the way you are. <laughs> uh, ProWrestlingTees.com slash out. You can follow us on Twitter, mar- at MarkinOut, uh, at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. How do you follow me on Twitter? At BTTG161. I said I wasn't going to promote myself because nobody knew follows. But, yes, that's where you could follow me. I'm still yet to tweet for the year, too. Yeah, well. Um, what else? That's it. And so, so we, we wish you. Wish you. The. The. Best of luck in your future endeavors. Have a great week. What a mark! What a freaking mark! Wait, did you did you just moo?